Good evening. <clears throat> Good evening, fight fans. <laughs> it's a hell of a way to start a broadcast. This is the Rattledge and Broadcasting Network alternative commentary for Kiafima Lopez versus George Cambosis Jr. for the unified lightweight title. That's the WBA. It's not the unified. It's not the unified lightweight title. Uh, Matchrooms told me it's the unified. That's what I'm going with. Matchrooms full of crap. <laughs> it's for the. It's for, uh, it's for three of the four major ostensibly yeah, gonna, it's it, ostensibly well, it's for all the belts but one of the belts that lopez has i can't remember if it, i can't remember if it's wbo or wbc so forgive me on that respect but he has their franchise title the real champion for that or for that sanctioning body is devin haney okay so according to the wiki he's the wba super the ibf and the wbo lightweight and for, from all the reading that I've done, if you've got like two out of the four belts, you're considered the unified champion. So there. Uh, look, he's got the he's got the majority of the belts. You ask me if he's is he the you know the big lightweight champion? Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't have all the belts. Okay, Smarty Pants McGee over here. And that's Robert Winfrey. For those the of reality you. of it. <laughs> uh, joining me in the commentary booth tonight is Robert Winfrey. How do you do, sir? I do all right on this particular evening. Had a nice lazy day that I tortured myself with watching the Cowboy Bebop live show. So, uh, yep, more on that in two weeks. We'll be talking about that. So, uh, you got a night off from MMA, but instead you're joining me here to watch Tiafima Lopez versus IBF mandatory competitor uh, George Kembosis. This went through any number of Ooh, promoted boy. fights. Uh, at one point, Triller was the promoter of record. Well, uh, that fell through. And do you want to go over that long, sad story? Nope. <laughs> we're get, we've got time to kill. Okay, go ahead. Well, let's start with the fact that Triller is a boil on the ass of combat sports. I think that, I think, is, is Triller the one that's doing the Metallica triad yep. combat thing tonight? Yeah, they're having fights in a triangle. Yeah, what is it? They're uh, mi mixed Pulev. rules. Kubret Pulev, who uh, we last saw him losing a fight to Anthony Joshua versus Frank Mir, who I'm sure the last time we saw him, he was losing a fight to somebody. I believe it would have been the loss to Fedor. I'd have to double check. Yeah. Uh, but no, these are mixed rules. Yep. Like it, it's <laughs> it's four. I think it's like four rounds. First round boxing, second round MMA, second round, third round boxing, fourth round MMA. I, I, I'd have to double check that. That's but. amazing. It's look, Triller is a dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. This needs to be said. They came in and they were like, well, we're going to throw piles and piles of money and we're going to disrupt the boxing model. Right. Well, guess what? You got old guys to put on sad fights. You couldn't pay them. So you're being sued by most of them. Didn't they? Didn't they, though, win the purse bid before they, the pandemic? They did. And, they, and that was look, a big part of it. That, that This is how this happened. Teofimo Lopez wasn't very happy with um, the purse, with the proposed purse that his promoter of record, Bob Arum, put up for his mandatory fight with George Cambosos. Uh, I forget what the, I forget what number Bob Arum put up specifically. I want to say it was in the neighborhood of like two to three million. Mm -hmm. uh, he wasn't happy with that, thought it was worth more, and he's entitled to think that. Uh, so they went to a purse bid. And Triller threw. Oh, what was it like? Uh, six million, give or take, over six. Something like that, yeah. They paid like double 
what yeah. everyone else was offering. It was an astronomical fee, like the boxing for what, world. For what this fight boxed. is, yes. Right. And Triller then spent, now bear in mind, Teofimo Lopez defeats Vasily Lomachenko, great fight, over a year ago in October of 2020. Uh, Cambosos that same month becomes the mandatory. Right. Uh, his last win was in Halloween of 2020. Now, <laughs> Triller then spends the next eight months dicking this thing around. They change venues. They change dates. They start to realize that they're going to take a financial bath on this is what happens. So we need to get a packed crowd. We need to get a good venue. And we've got COVID surges. And we can't sell tickets. And eventually, a couple of months ago, might have been three, they just threw their hands up and said, screw it. <laughs> they defaulted. So the way this works, they, they're required by law to put down some percentage of the total purse uh, as incentive to make sure the fight actually happens. You default on that if you default on uh, the fight. They defaulted, so that that million plus, I think, wound up split uh, whatever, the per, whatever the purse split is between Cambosos and Lopez. That was given to them, split in that same way. They then went to the second uh, highest bid. In this case, it was Matchroom, hence being here on DAZN. And... A handful of weeks later, we have the fight because yeah. Eddie Hearn knows what he's doing. Triller thinks that Pete Davidson and Snoop Dogg lighting up on commentary is a good idea. I wish to urinate. I would not even urinate on that dumpster fire of a promotion to put it out. All right. So the IBF mandatory here, George Gambos is coming into this fight at 19-0 with a fight uh, with a win, as you mentioned before, over Lee Selby. Uh, on October 13th of 2020. 13th, not 31st. Yeah. 13th, yeah, sorry. Um, taking flip on... Numbers, flip the numbers there, my mistake. Uh, Teofimo Lopez coming in at 16-0 with his last win October 17th of 2020, uh, defeating Vasily Lomachenko, as you just mentioned. So what does... Now, I'm sure the odds are very much in Teofimo Lopez's favor. Oh, yeah. Great's going on right now, you know. Um, but what does George Cambosis have to do to pull off the upset victory here? That's a hard one to say. Cambosos has a few things going for him. He's got fast hands, which is not nothing. He's not the biggest power puncher in the world, which could be a problem trying to stop Lopez, who is a tank. Uh, I think for the first little bit, he has to keep things, um, a lot of stick and move, but he also wants to try and push a high pace. Uh, it was one of the things that uh, Vasily Lomachenko ran into when he fought Lopez. Um, when Lomachenko upped the upped the pace of that fight, he started doing well over longer periods of time. Uh, it's no secret that 135, lightweight here in the world of boxing, uh, is a big cut for Lopez, and he is not long for this division. Now, whether he goes to 140, uh, which would be super lightweight, or do they go with junior? Well, I don't know. Either way. I think they prefer the super lower rather than the junior upper. Uh, so whether he goes to 140 or 147, I think, is where uh, welterweight is at. Uh, either way, there are unbelievably talented fighters in those weight classes for him to compete against. And it's largely anticipated that in very short order, he will be moving up. That's kind of the big question here. The original plan... Uh, as stated publicly, so take that for whatever it's worth, was to beat Cambosos, give Lomachenko a rematch, 
Uh, assuming Lomachenko won a fight in the interim, and he, I believe he has. He's going to well, wind up taking another one. I was going to say, Lomachenko, be, before you go any further, Lomachenko's already slated to fight somebody else. I'm going to pull that up for you in just a second. Yeah, he's, um, he has won one fight since that previous loss, and he has another one scheduled. He does, and that is against Richard Comey uh, on December 11th at Madison Square Garden. And that, I believe, is going to be being brought to you by uh, ESPN. Yeah, uh, Loma's with Bob Arum, so most of his stuff is on ESPN. So, point being, that's the thing with uh, Lil. It's a loaded day, by the way. That was like a crazy day of fights. You've got Clarissa Shields versus Emma Kozin during the day. Um, Dimitri Bivol versus Umar Salamov also during the day. That's in Russia. Um, For you wrestling fans, Ring of Honor Final Battle is that day. Uh, Look, F in the chats for Ring of Honor. Um, if we have anyone joining us live whatever you happen to be give us an f pay pay your respects to ring of honor (laughs) an incredibly important promotion at a time when it was really necessary to have an alternative to the monolith of the wwe they've run their course they're probably just dead the lomachenko fight on espn proper which is uh, which goes to air at nine o'clock and then you know who's also fighting that night nonito denaire versus raymark gabalo um in Carson, California, on Showtime. And then Absolutely. you've got work that night. You've got uh, UFC 269, Oliveira versus Poirier. That's a loaded day of fights right before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely spoiled uh, are, are all of us fight fans on that particular day. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's be... the thing. We're all going to turn into Marty McFly Jr. and just have 97 TVs going. Uh, I Yeah, for the record, I will be covering UFC 269, which is a great night of fights on the MMA side of things. But Nonito Denaire is great. Uh, watching that man perform at his age is awesome. Uh, you mentioned Lomachenko, who's pretty much can't miss uh, action if you're a fan of boxing. So great night. Uh, Going to be a busy day. So if you, for those of you that are currently watching on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch, feel free to interact with us um, in the chat. There's a chat area. I will, when I see it, I will more, be more than happy to respond. If you've got questions for myself or Robert, make them for mostly Robert. Um, then, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be happy to answer you if you have any comments, any thoughts. The last time we did this, I it was uh, myself and Dan Lasby for Bud Crawford versus Sean Porter. And we had a lot of interaction for the five minutes that we did the Zapata fight. Um, we had more people interacting with us when the fight was over than the than during the fight. Not that there was a lot of time to interact with us. So, well, you know, that happens when your fight ends in the, <laughs> and what was that? The second round. Okay. We have a question on, on Twitch. Has it started yet? They're literally just now getting in the ring they're, they're letting you know who the judges are. It's Glenn Feldman, yeah. Frank Lombardi and Don Trella all from Connecticut. Uh, so it'll be starting momentarily. All right. See? check out with us and we interact and so if you've got good comments i'll put them up on screen if you just have a quick question we're more than happy to answer you all right um we are getting final announcements here by our man in the ring with the crazy dreadlocks um well, at least we're not doing the national anthems <laughs> as we gear up to with final announcements here we'll be doing this again on um december 5th for uh, Tank Davis versus Isaac Cruz. Uh, that'll be the same night as NXT War Games and Beyond Wrestling Fet Forever. Uh, we are not doing um, we are not doing Devin Haney versus Jojo Diaz. Robert has 
uh, Robert has UFC duties and I have husband duty. So uh, we just decided one pay-per-view that weekend was plenty. So we're going to stick with the Tank Davis-Isaac Cruz fight. And then we're skipping. Uh, we're skipping. You know, Roly for the record on that fight. Roly yeah. Romero uh, injuring himself dodged a huge bullet. Tank Davis was. I mean, look, Tank's going to roll over uh, this replacement fighter too, but mm. Tank was going to murder <laughs> Roly. That was going to be bad. Uh, December eighteenth, it'll be myself and Dan Lasby doing the Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight here in my backyard of uh, Tampa, Florida. I'm surprised you're not going. I thought about it. I really did. I totally thought about getting tickets for it, but I'm like, then no, you, I'd rather. Then you then you saw ticket prices. <laughs> uh, we got a friend here following us on Twitter that says this is going to be over in three rounds. What do you think about that? Um, it could. That wouldn't put it this way. That wouldn't shock me. Lopez is a very slick boxer. He's got heavy hands. This is an enormous step up for Cambosos in terms of his opposition. Uh, it's not like he has, uh, I mean, he hasn't been fighting bums, but the jump in class from his previous three opponents to someone like Teofimo Lopez is significant. My thought here is I think Teofimo Lopez seeks to put this away early if he has bigger fish to fry. There's no point in taking, you know, this being a mandatory and with bigger fish to fry uh, and with the with the long layoff, I think he goes in to finish quickly so that he can move on and doesn't run the risk of injuring himself, further delaying the next follow-up fight. That's my thought here. So I'm with Beast Ninja 808 following us on Twitch that this is, I don't know about three rounds, but I think this ends in the first half of the fight rather than the second half. Yeah, there's a really good chance of that. It, a lot of this is going to come down to some of the unknowns about Cambosos. Uh, if he's got more of a chin and more heart than we give him credit for, and I, I tend to assume negative in the absence mm -hmm. of evidence to the contrary. There's an entirely it's entirely possible Cambosos, uh, because he sees Tiafima Lopez coming, uh, fights defensively for the first half of the fight. Oh, you and have he's to. one that drags this out. Well, like uh, you cannot. I shouldn't say you cannot. Lopez is such an aggressive fighter. The first mm -hmm. few rounds, he's on he's on the front foot anyway. You may as well just kind of concede that the first few rounds are going to be uh, mm -hmm. going to play Matador. So yeah, so if Combosos can fight off that back foot, you know, pull a little Shakur Stevenson, a little Floyd Mayweather, fight off that back foot, use his speed, evade punches. He might be able to drag this into the second half, and then we'll see what happens with Tiafimo Lopez then. But yeah, I just I, I suspect he'll try, and it won't work. I, the big thing for me, as far as Lopez goes, it's not his cardio in sort of a general sense. Mm -hmm. It's more what happens to his cardio if he's pushed. He yeah. can fight for 15 rounds. He went the distance with Lomachenko. It's more kind of the ebbs and flows of that fight in particular that make me wonder. Mm -hmm. You got to have a granite chin and slick skills okay. to push Round the one. fire fight. We are ready to begin here, not to cut you off. And Tiafimo Lopez comes, Lopez comes out swinging. Yeah. <laughs> he is just, yeah, he is just all over the Swing on right every away. pitch. Just... <laughs> yeah, he went right after Kembosis. You had a pretty good to the point where he, where he lost his reading. balance. Yeah, it, he's a. You can see a little bit of the rust in that respect. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's really, uh, he's really amped up. You're in one of those betting states. Lopez is negative nine hundred. Kembosis is plus six hundred. And for you weird uh, people, that's that, that's surprisingly closer to that's surprisingly close for boxing odds for this kind of fight. Believe it or not, did you see the draw? It's plus twenty five hundred yeah. to draw. 
That's usually what draws are. Okay. I thought you, I, just, you, was, I was amused by it. Well, look, All right. You, you bet the draw if you've got inside knowledge or if you just don't mind taking a flyer on a really on a big long shot like that. All right. Okay, this looks like it's going to end even earlier than oh, three yeah. rounds. Cambosos <laughs> keeps dipping his head when he enters the pocket, and he's going to get clocked with that left hook from tail. Cambosos is already cut. And Tiafimo yeah. Lopez scored big time with a couple of straights. The, just pounded right in there. When Cambosos can get Teofimo to bite on feints, he's not getting hit as cleanly. Mm-hmm. But when he's trying, when he either lets Teofimo enter clean or he's the one that goes into the pocket, like engaging straight into Lopez is walking into a blender. Yeah. It's a really, really tricky proposition. Even someone like Lomachenko struggled with that. Cambosos right now is flicking that jab out there. He's trying to slow down the pace of Teofimo Lopez, who's just looking to take his head off. Yeah, Lopez needs to settle down a little bit. You know, there's unless he bet a lot of money on him winning in the first round. <laughs> like there's he, he doesn't you, need to be this amped. He he does not want to be there tonight. He he's looking past Cambosis and he wants everyone to know it. Yeah, and in some respects, you know, you don't blame the guy. Ooh, nice body shot. Uh yeah, Cambosos just not not quite the boxer that Lopez is, and certainly not the power puncher that Lopez is. You're starting to see that bear out. Uh, not that Cambosos is again. Cambosos is not a chump, mm. but good clean s- hooks there from Cambos from uh, Lopez. Yeah, Lopez is great about hitting him when they get in the pocket or when they're exiting. He's doing a really good job about finding those. You talked about Cambosos's power. Ooh. He's 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 hit. Tiafimo Lopez clean a couple of times, and, T- and Lopez just walked right through them. Yeah, Cambosos is not a great power puncher. And Oh! Speaking yeah. of which, he just knocked Tiafimo Lopez down. Ouch! He yeah, got right back up again. He's pissed now. You don't have to be a great power puncher to drop someone if you catch them when they don't see it coming. Oh, okay. th- that's what that's happened there. That's a slip. Cam- but Cambosos yeah. wants to get right back in it. They're not... Oh, look yeah, at that. Yeah. We got <laughs> play the Rocky music. We got some jaw jacking going on. So I'll tell you, I 10, I, I you got to go 10, eight, right? You don't have for, to for Kembosis or at least nine, nine. No. Um, if you think uh, with the knockdown, it's pretty much it's he's going to win the round. The question is, do you do 10, eight or 10, nine? Mm hmm. Now, this is largely a question of, do you think that absent the knockdown, Lopez did enough work to get back that singular point? No, there wasn't that, enough time. Well, even before that, even before it happened, it doesn't have to be after the fact. If you just take okay. the round in totality. Yeah, just a... Look, he crap. won the... It, minus the lockdown, minus the knockdown, he won the round, Tiafima Lopez. Yeah, and so uh, there's, there can be a question there about whether or not you go 10-8 or 10-9 here. My thought is you're probably going to see 10-8s on the official scorecard. That would be conventional wisdom and conventional scoring. Yeah, you've got to do something pretty spectacular to, to overcome that. Mm-hmm. And while Lopez was certainly winning everything else, I don't think he necessarily overcame the point deficit. I'm just saying there's an argument there. Sure. And Lopez amped up. You know, there's a well, you made a point. You made you made a point for about him being, you know, overzealous, mm-hmm. and I and he's been off balance. That's the one thing I'll take away from him in the first round is Tiafimo Lopez because he was swinging for the fences was off balance a lot. Yeah, we so see I'm wondering in- how much of that was how much of that flash knockdown was him legitimately being knocked off his feet, and how much of it was him just being off balance and you know and being hit while off balance. Him not being in his stance certainly contributed. I mean, mm-hmm. he also got hit clean with a. Uh, 
there's something to be said for bad punches on occasion that land because sure. you, you drill to slip and deal with clean punches. So occasionally, and that was well-timed by Cambosos too. It came, mm -hmm. it came right over the jab. So it was a good punch. Right. Uh, but we see immediately in this round, Lopez is not overswinging. His corner calmed him down a little bit. He's still after it. He's still the aggressor, <laughs> but he's much more in his stance. He's. They said, they said, breathe, stupid, breathe. You forgot to breathe again. Yeah, he let uh, he landed a good right to the body in there. Did uh, Lopez? Uh, yeah, Camboso seems to be. Yeah, we see the pace here a little bit now, slowing down, and this will favor Lopez. So what He's do you more see of over? A what do you see over Lopez's left eye? It looks look looks like we have maybe have an abrasion or a bump or something. It's hard to uh, it's hard to tell. I don't have a good uh, scene on it just yet, but yeah, there might be something there. He is, I mean, mm -hmm. you mentioned it. He's getting hit. It's yeah. boxing. You, you're going to fight. You're going to get hit. Even the best. You know, you've got to be the freak of all freaks mm -hmm. to even a singular round to get out without being landed on once. Nice left hook from Lopez in close. That's I think Cambosos is going to get suckered into hooking with Lopez a little bit the longer this goes. And that's not a winning proposition. But he's still throwing, so good on him. But this is more what I ex this is more what I expected out of Lopez. He's a mm -hmm. little bit more methodical. He's jabbing upstairs and downstairs. He's right. not over swinging he, on all of his punches. He's working now. He's he's yeah. doing the work now and not looking to just knock the guy out of the ring, which yeah. is good because you know put the put the work in, earn earn your knockout. There's no reason to go clubber lang in there. Yeah, he's uh, he he's back on you know, what he does well. He's winning this round at the moment, mm -hmm. and he's not off balance. So when he does get hit, he's not flopping all over the place like he was uh, in the your, first round. Your stance is there to catch you when you do get tagged like that. It's why you stay in it as often as possible. Uh, you can see the defense of Camboso. He's going with a little bit of kind of the Philly shell, which is an interesting choice against Lopez. Uh, he's going to be a bit reliant on his slipping then, and sometimes that's not going to work, like right there. All right. Well, clean round for Tiafimo Lopez. Yeah. Um, definitely slowed down, definitely was more composed. I want to see Tiafimo Lopez, as much as I enjoy a quick knockout, um, I, I would like to see him be a little bit more composed for the next few rounds, do some steady work. He's got yeah. this guy's number. This is not a fight I think he'll lose on points unless he makes a, an egregious mistake. But I don't, there's, it's like you were saying before, it's not necessary for him to go crazy in there. No, it, it really isn't. Again, unless he made a prop bet on himself. <laughs> like, in which case, sorry, man, you lost it. Yeah, well. Uh, but so after yeah, this, it, we're I not, mean, we're not covering it. But uh, all told, for those of you who are into watching more fights, um, uh, heartbreaker Brandon Figueroa is fighting Stephen Fulton on Showtime, which should fight. be yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna when this is over, we're not gonna cover both fights, but when this is over, I'm gonna switch over and watch that. Uh, I do enjoy the Heartbreaker fights. Yeah, that overhand right from Cambosos has been a surprisingly effective weapon. I don't think Lopez was prepared for it to be as it, it's kind of a windmill shot, and mm -hmm. that's uh, the arc he's putting on it is kind of giving uh, Lopez's defense some problems. Hey, for those of you that are tuning in on Facebook um, or uh, YouTube or whatever, or Twitch, go ahead and give us a comment if you like. If you got any questions for us, uh, any thoughts you want to share, we'll be happy to take them from you and maybe put them on screen if they're fun. If you want to harass Robert, he's here for it. 
<laughs> you are salty about that one guy who said he was going to beat you up on YouTube or something. <laughs> Did you see the one comment we got on Ghostbusters that says, I can't see the forest for the trees? I'm still debating on how I'm supposed to answer that or if I'm supposed to answer it. You don't have to say anything. I guess not. Um, but we have fun on these live streams. We like to hear from you, good, bad, or indifferent. All right, Cambosis in with a combination there that scored. Yeah, but he's As... struggling with that jab. Lopez is starting to find the rhythm with that. <laughs> this referee's getting his steps in, man. He can't get out of the way fast enough. We were in yeah, round these three. These guys are all over the place. Pretty good body shot from Camboso. Good there. combination there from Camboso. He went upstairs and downstairs all in the same uh, combo. Yeah, he's trying to get a little bit sloppy. Okay, Lopez is starting to feel himself a little bit at this point. So mm -hmm. it, the man was at, in you know, nearly the prime of his career. He was out for a while. Oh, I, we almost forgot to mention it. And it does bear noting uh, Lopez did have a battle with COVID that postponed the fight at one point. Right. As well. well, they had a set date, and that I think was one of the last things that postponed it. It was one of, yeah. Ooh, nice, nice couple of lefts there from Cambosos. Cambosos just bent right into that uppercut. Yeah, he did. Oof. Yeah, it, he arm. didn't like Great that either. Watch though. it. Look yeah. at his legs. The legs always tell on the fighter. Watch the legs after they take a hit. How do they react? He did not like that uppercut at all. He tried to get it back, too, and missed. Tifino uh, Lopez looking for a big... Looking to work the body, get a clean open shot to the head. Yeah, He's... he really does need to go. I think he should. He would be well served to commit a little bit more to the body work right now. Mm -hmm. I think he's still kind of ex ooh nice left hook. I think he's still kind of expecting a relatively early finish, and consequently not really going to do the investment in the body work that you might need if the fight goes into say rounds nine through twelve. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure the fight will go that long still, but that's why you invest in the body early is to set up for those things. <laughs> Kimbosos was shaking his fist there at Lopez. Oh, oh, and he takes the referee down. That's <laughs> <laughs> Pantelirium in the garden. Well, the ref at least had a decent laugh at himself. So another round for Lopez. Yeah. Uh, he's boxing well now at this point. He seems to have settled himself. You can see him in the corner. He's not as amped up. He's not as emotional about it. So he good on his corner for settling him down. He was smiling broadly there for a moment. He, you know, yeah. he he knows he's got the fight well in hand. This guy is in, in only three rounds. Cambos is, is pretty beat up. Yeah, his face is starting to mark up. You see a little bit of discoloration around the right eye of Lopez, but it's not terrible mm -hmm. we see here in this highlights uh Cambosos has some good timing on that jab <coughs> pardon me and he's been able to uh, catch lopez with it a couple of times but it was a good right from from lopez and a good follow-up here we go round four yeah the defense of Cambosos, it, it's so it's one of the downsides of part of the kind of the philly shell you need to have good reflexes mm -hmm. now that, don't get me wrong that's not the only downside to it every guard has pluses and minuses that's why you employ them differently Cambosis but he does need needs... to have good head movement and that's falling apart for him yeah cambosis needs to not go toe-to-toe -to -toe with tifima lopez he needs to get on his bicycle lopez showing southpaw that's interesting oh big combination there from cambosis ending with a good left hook 
And Batifima Lopez just walks right through it. Yeah, the lack of punching power from Cambosos is becoming a problem. Uh, Lopez is a tank, man. He's fought heavier punchers than Cambosos and just kind of walked through them when he needed to. Uh, he's starting to go to the body now. We saw there a nice little jab to the chest, followed by a left to the body. Uh, that's some that's some quality work from Lopez. Uh, Cambosos' jab has been kind of his most effective punch, stuff off of the lead hand. Ironic, considering he got the knockdown with the right, but Lopez seems mm -hmm. to have a better feel for the how to avoid that. And you see now he's starting to get behind his shoulder when they enter. That last right Cambosos try just had no effect. Cambosis is struggling to find a, an open slot, an open yeah, lane punch down. He's doing okay, you know, tagging Lopez with the jab on occasion, but he's mm -hmm. not doing anything to really deter him. Yeah. And you've got to do something to get Lopez to switch gears, to go to plan B. And if you can't, well, you're in for a really long night. Lopez, full of confidence in this round, just taking his time, willing to let Cambosis come to him. Well, he's taken a few good punches, too, and that's part of where his confidence comes from. He's not afraid of the power. I mean, he took that overhand right, which is, generally speaking, one of the harder punches you can throw is that punch that way. So and they just threw up some punch that. They've thrown just about the same amount of punches, but Tiafima Lopez has landed more than Cambosis. I think it was like 28 to 24%. Yeah, uh, Lopez landed a pretty decent right there mm -hmm. uh, in that previous exchange. Cambosis uh, is... He, he's not being blown out of the water uh, but it's also pretty clear that he's uh, that Lopez is the better boxer and you already we can see Cambosos's strategy and technique starting to fall apart a little bit uh, that last time they kind of got close he threw a couple of you know, kind of slappy left ho or hooks that were easily deflected Cambosis is working that jab. Yeah, God bless him. He's trying. Yep. Uh, he got uh, knocked backwards with that uppercut. They're fighting in the phone booth now. And... <laughs> yeah, that's going to favor Lopez pretty heavily. He's the stronger uh, except fighter. That, except that towards the end, did you see Lopez like, like slip and almost fall down? Like, he can't... You, oh. you mentioned that, he, that this is a guy looking past his current opponent. Mm-hmm. And that's a dangerous thing to do. Uh, you know, usually with mandatory, I mean, you see what happens when Anthony Joshua looked past Andy Ruiz, who was just a fat mandatory, and even a, and a replacement mandatory at that. Yeah. You know, you, you, there's a degree to which you have to give these uh, these fighters their due. And if Lopez was too much looking past him, if he was too much buying into his own hype in some respects, uh, that that might come back to bite him here. I just need him to focus a little bit more on his footwork. Make sure his, you know, he's not I mean, stepping over himself. Fair, to be fair to that last round, mm -hmm. you could make an argument for Cambosos in that one. I'm not sure I would, but round four, that was not a blowout. That, that was not a clear round. It's closer, Lopez. but I would have still given it to Tia Fino Lopez. Again, I, I lean towards Lopez, but I think mm -hmm. if you go the other way, I think it's defensible. Ooh, nice right hand from Lopez there. And, you know, you mentioned before that every time Combosis gets hit, his legs get a little wobbly, and yeah. at that time it was very evident. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't think he's going. I don't think he has the durability necessary to engage in a 
to take a tremendous amount of punches from uh, Teofimo Lopez. Very few, that's not a knock on Cambosos' chin, very few men are capable of taking the sustained punishment that Lopez can dish out. So they the keep, live odds are getting closer. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, they keep showing the live odds, and Cambosos has come from down from 600 to 275. It's interesting. Uh, Cambosos is doing, he's not doing poorly. He's... Mm-hmm. I think depending he's on how you go, fight. he's in the fight physically. Yeah. He's just not in the fight statistically, wise. right? And and that's that's continuing to kind of slip away from him. Well, we see uh, Chris Mannix, the unofficial scorer at ringside, gave Cambosos the fourth. Yep, he said uh, he might. So yeah, we're at thirty-eight, thirty-seven um, for Cambosos with that ten-eight first round. Yeah, that ten-eight first round is looming large, but uh, Lopez is starting to come on. Uh, he's he's starting to knock Cambosos around the ring a little bit. Anytime mm-hmm. they get towards the ropes, he's he's hitting a hook every when Cambosos moves away from him, and uh, Cambosos is not he's not liking that. Look, I I I see where Cambosos is nice doing short, here. I right. wish Cambosos would circle a little bit more and stop trying to fight in the pocket. You know, I, I it's I, just a, I think that's just a concession to the reality of the fight. Like no, he doesn't. That. He doesn't want to be there, but you have to be able to get out of those positions safely, and that does entail a degree of fighting back there. I understand mentality-wise. If he's not fighting, he's losing, but he's also getting hit a lot. So he needs he needs to be moving around more. He needs to make Tiafima Lopez chase him, and he's not doing that. Yeah, he's wanting of- he's wanting to go chin to chin with him. And he's not getting the better of those exchanges. I mean, look, he's not a punching bag in there, but, you know, it's two to one every time. Yeah, give or take. And uh, we've seen Lopez land a couple of decent ho- uh, hooks in this round. And a pretty good right there oh. in the pocket. Look at that. Look at how what ferocity Cambosis uh, threw on Tiafima Lopez. And Tiafima Lopez did not move. Cambosis uh, is, is not a big puncher. Mm-hmm. And... Like he had good swivel hips there, and Tiafima Lopez, and it was like Tiafima Lopez was, you know, a block of wood. Yeah, it's another round for Lopez there. Uh, we are seeing a bit of what Cambosis is trying to do overall strategy wise. He's mm-hmm. doing a lot of stinging from the outside. He's trying to goad Lopez into overexerting himself. You know, Cambosis is playing the long game here, and I think Lopez is finally kind of coming around to the fact that he's going to have to do that as well. They announced the fight for Christmas Day. For those of you who have time to watch fights on Christmas Day, it's a PBC fight on Fox that's going to be headlined by Vito Milniki versus Nicholas DeLomba from the Prudential Center in New Jersey, home of the thrash metal band Overkill. For those of you that care about such things. Uh, I I imagine no one. (laughs) New Year's Day is a pay-per-view by people who are on drugs. Uh, Luis Ortiz versus Charles Martin. Not even I'm getting that pay-per-view. Yikes. uh, WWE's having a pay-per-view on New Year's Day as well. Yeah, that's part. Well, that's that's certainly part of the reason. Here we go. And Lopez comes immediately out of the gate. (laughs) Yeah, He, he rushed him before I even got back to my screen to call it. Yeah, landed a pretty decent left hook there. Uh, finally starting to go to the body a bit more consistently as Lopez. He's mm-hmm. he's touched it a few times each round, but he's not really committed to body work. And I which is kind of a shame. I think he should. Uh, with oh, the way Lo, with the hook there from Tiafima Lopez. 
uh, briefly gave Kimbosa some uh, worry in his legs. Yeah, anytime they hit the ropes, uh, Cambosos is getting hit pretty hard before he's able to get off of them. He needs he needs to be a bit more diligent about his ring generalship and not wind up against the ropes at all. But sure. the, the, the body's a bit more there for Lopez if you look at how Cambosos is defending them. Mm-hmm. He just hasn't really committed to going to it. He's, he's touched it a few times, but... Uh, I think committed body work might do uh, might better serve him. You here. talked about reflexes, and Cambosis is a hair slower than he needs to be. Like yeah. he's trying to get out of the way of T. T- like he sees it coming, but he can't move fast enough. Yeah, Lopez has. I mentioned Cambosis has fat has pretty fast hands. We've seen that play out a little bit here. Lopez has fast hands as well. If there's an edge for Cambosis in that respect, it's not by much. Yeah. Uh, the fainting game, I think, has fallen off a little bit for Cambosos uh, as well, and that's going to be a that's going to be a problem. The more predictable you become, eh, pretty good combo there from Cambosos. Uh, I I do wonder if there's a degree. I mean, we, we're getting some ring rust here from Lopez pretty clearly. Uh, that I'm not saying wondering, that's the only reason he's uh, he's well, not wondering mentally how much that's messing with him. That you know he went into this clearly thinking he was going to end it by now. And this guy's still going. This guy's still coming forward. I mean, for... and, and he's still landing punches. Right. Uh, that was a pretty good left to the body there from Lopez. But I'm, I'm not seeing anything in Tiafima Lopez's body language that tells me, as I've seen another and, and thought about in other fights, where he's feeling frustrated. I think he's. I think he's pretty. He's seemingly pretty well focused. Yeah, he's he's still very present. Uh, I mean. I think he's probably a little bit frustrated, but more so with himself as opposed to why won't this guy go away? Right. Because he's landed good punches. He's seen the results of those punches play out. Mm -hmm. And he just isn't quite getting the spectacular knockout I think he was probably expecting. He won the last round for certain. He looks to be winning this round, so he's starting to pull ahead on the scorecards despite the first combo from Cambosos there. Yeah, and but Cambosis needs to follow up on it, not showboat. He's not in a position to be, you know, doing the Popeye thing of swinging his arms around. God, yeah. it looks his face looks like he might, you know, he uh, went into the windshield. Yeah, he's a little bit marked up. You know, Cambosis made a pretty good. He might have stolen that round at the end there. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't think he did, but he might have. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's got some small cuts around his eyes. That's never a good thing, but. None of, look, none of them look bad enough at all. To If you are watching on uh, Twitch or YouTube or Facebook and you want to go ahead and uh, give us your scar cards, we'll be happy to receive them from you. I, I have uh, Tiafima Lopez up uh, the last two rounds, but as Robert said, you can make a case that uh, maybe George Gambosa stole round six. There's a case to be made. I'm with you in that I still favor Lopez, but mm-hmm. if it go- this is another one where if it goes the other way, like I'm not... I'm not calling for anybody's job, which I have in the past, but I wouldn't over that particular so round. We're, we're not saying that this one's 120 to nothing for Canelo? Well, of course it's 120 to nothing for Canelo, but that particular <laughs> judge is already asleep. <laughs> gotcha. Moving on. Uh, for those of you not in on the joke, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think, I do not believe the scorecards for this fight were mailed in beforehand, unlike most Canelo fights. Moving on. Uh, Lopez immediately back to work. 
Yeah, he's he's getting to Cambosis a bit more regularly now. That jab. He's starting to find it more and more frequently, and the more he can build off of that, the more trouble Cambosis is going to find himself in. You can also see the size disparity here, mm -hmm. uh, which is one of the reasons I wanted Cambosis to make this a higher-paced fight. This is not a slow fight by any appreciable metric. No, it's but been it's, a good, entertaining fight. It's just not quite the barn burner that I think Cambosis needs might need it to be in order to really push Lopez out of his comfort zone conditioning-wise. Pretty good right by Cambosos there. Um, I'm prefer I'm I'm enjoying this fight more than I enjoyed the Crawford uh Sean Porter fight from last week where Porter just kind of you know laid in the cut until it was finally time to, to bite Sean Porter and down he went. You're a very weird man when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> uh I mean look, it was a good fight. I just prefer this one so far. Of course you do. Nothing quite meets the drama of Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 3. Well, of course not. And this isn't quite the technical masterpiece that was Usyk versus Joshua either. Correct. On that, on that we 100% agree. And it's not nearly the action fight that... Uh, oh, was that great? We've had some great action fights this year. Mm -hmm. It's also not the one-sided mess that was Canelo versus um, uh, Plant. Uh, that wasn't as one-sided as you thought it was. Just put it mm. that way. Round seven here, uh, just about coming to a close. Yeah, Lopez. Cifima Lopez goes after Cambosis, and then the, the irony. Weird. This... He, initi he initiated the uh, he he initiated the action there, and then tie and then and then ended the combination with a tie-up. Cambosis landed a pretty good uppercut there. The irony is, like, this fight is playing out, uh, if we're looking at who has the great moments, mm -hmm. it's kind of the opposite of what you expected. You expected uh, Cambosos to maybe be a bit more of the kind of solid output over the round guy and Lopez to get the big moments. It's played out the opposite. Lopez has had the more steady work, but inevitably over the course of the round, uh, Cambosos will find a couple of big punches. Uh, that Those body shots from Teofimo Lopez have started to add up. Uh, Cambosos... Uh, watch his guard. He started to protect his ribs a bit more. He did not care for those. The question is if Lopez recognizes that tendency. And we get a nice little exchange at the end of the round there. Tiafima Lopez smiling in the corner. Doesn't seem very shook at all. No, he... he... Here's the thing about this fight. It's one of these fights. He's going to think he's winning. And he very well might be. And then someone's going to announce the scorecards and he's going to go, what the heck? <laughs> now even if they're for him he's going to look at some of these scores and go what, what are you people blind i was winning by my own reckoning and well yeah. your reckoning is not nothing unless you're unless it comes to how the fight is scored at the end of the day you know Cambosos has hung tough through some abuse and he's found decent enough spots for his punches he's just been unable to mount sustained offense over the course of the round which has been his big downfall his sniping so, has been more or less on point. If you caught us partway through this fight and you want to hear uh, the entire broadcast, it'll be reposted on YouTube in its entirety. Uh, it'll also be up for audio on any podcast catcher under the W2Mnet feed. It'll also be on our website, W2Mnet.com. And we appreciate all of that, especially, I'd say, especially any of you following along live. But if you do want to follow along live, yeah. On Twitch, 
give us a follow. That's tw- uh, w2mnet. It's twitch.tv slash w2mnet. Ooh, that- big, uh, big series of uh, jabs there from Kambosis. So I like that he's doubling and tripling up on the jab. Yeah, his lead hand has been pretty effective. Uh, it's a shame he can't seem to hit hard enough to dissuade Lopez because he's landed some flush shots. Uh, Lopez's face starting to bust up a little bit. His left eye is uh, swollen up. Not anywhere near bad enough to warrant stopping. Uh, Maddox Chris has Maddox, like 68 to 64. Maddox has given round. every round sen- uh, since the third to yep. Cambosos. Uh, si- uh, I disagree with... Uh, I think what was it five i disagreed with six i said was a bit closer i'd have to double check something like that but cambosos is boxing well mm-hmm. uh, at this point it's just a question of whether or not he can sustain his defense and if that falls apart in the latter stages of this fight that might spell trouble but he's certainly overperformed relative to expectations Yeah, you I think for Lopez. anyone that anyone that blew him off as yet just another crappy mandatory, you know, he's he's definitely earning his keep here. Uh, Lopez is slowing down a little bit. You know, I, I think that again, that strategy of you know, stick, sting, make Lopez angry, make him overthrow, make him work more than he wants to. So draw starting... has fallen from twenty five hundred to plus twelve hundred, and Cambosis is down to plus one twenty. Yeah, the odds have tightened up a lot, and with that knockdown in a couple of close rounds, so is the odds of a draw. Mm-hmm. And for the record, every smart fighter, every smart better in the world bet the draw on the first Triple G Canelo fight. <laughs> because you knew that's what was going to happen. Uh, Triple G, I believe, is fighting uh, at is. the end of the month. He is He's fighting uh, Ryoto Murata. Yeah, which could be a good fight. Nice ride from Cambosos. Yes, there. that's going to be in Japan Ooh. on DAZN, which I might wake you up in the middle of the night to cover. Uh, depending on the date, we might be able to do that. It's a Wednesday. Oh, nice left hook from Ooh. Lopez there in close. Uh, I thought for sure Cambosos was starting to go down there. Uh, Ooh, he might be. His... <laughs> I was going to say he is. We Pinocchio got a firefight here. <laughs> he. Uh, uh, Cambos is a little bit saved by the bell there. Um, not that he wasn't mm-hmm. landing in that he in could, those exchanges, but but a lot of that was he of was position. off of his. He was very off balance, and he you know he. And not that he got knocked over, but he couldn't get good footing either. He, yeah, he, he completely he got knocked, lost sense of his his footwork. He got knocked around more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that round though, I might still lean towards Cambosos if we're talking overall the round overall. Again, might. I'm not sold on that one. But uh, that's the kind of stuff that Cambosos desperately needs to avoid. Because this doesn't prolonged... end in a finish, I have a sneaking suspicion when the st- no no one's going to be happy with the scorecards and Twitter is going to be a buzz with, I think this should have happened. That's a, that's a train oh, robbery. We, we, okay, is... never mind. I take that back as I look at the replay here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lopez had Cambosos in some pretty serious trouble there at the end of the round. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, he, yeah, I agree. He got knocked around, could not find his footing. And I think if that gone 30 seconds longer, we'd be talking about a knockout in round eight. I don't know. Knockdown, down knock out i don't down, know he, oh yeah he was definitely saved from tasting the canvas mm-hmm. in some capacity there uh, no doubt but yeah, he's 
he's fought very, very well. Uh, again, there's an argument to be made that he's winning. And Lopez, we see getting shot, back. Yeah. yeah. You see, you should have been doing this. You should have started these good body, this consistent body work, you know, five rounds ago, buddy. Uh, but he's he's starting to headhunt a little bit. Not not exclusively headhunt, but he's fighting a little bit like he's already committed to body work earlier more than he has. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, you're not quite going to get the same dividends if you haven't uh, put in the same investment. I'll tell you, for George Cambosis is definitely scoring a fair amount of hits. My problem is, and I don't know if it's just the, the way he's throwing them or that Tiafima Lopez is using enough defense to take some of the mustard off, they don't have a lot of oomph behind them. So, you know, Pat Mullen jokes around about like Deontay Wilder hitting with the uh, with the with the wrist, you know, in the palm and calling it a shote. And, and it's not that bad. But there's been a couple of times now where he it looks like an arm punch that, that lands with the wrist. Yeah, some of that's to do with Lopez and the, the range being switched mm-hmm. on him at the end. But we see the power punches through eight rounds here in favor of Cambosos. Uh, his overall percentage is lower, but the raw numbers, both in thrown and connected, are higher for him. Uh, he's forcing Lopez into a into fighting a pace that Lopez is clearly not all that comfortable maintaining. And it's a good strategy. It's dangerous. And you know, Cambosos might still very well lose the fight. Uh, Ooh, nice. Took, Ooh, yeah, he took a big yeah. right there from Lopez. There Lopez looked up. He was starting to go down there for a second, but he, you know, all credit to Cambosis. He stayed on his feet. He st- this is he not looking back. good. I mean, he threw back with that left hook, but he got tagged repeatedly. Yeah. And now we see part of the reason you don't really use this particular defense consistently. And I, again, I don't mean to criticize anyone who uses the Philly shell. Some people are very, very good at it. Floyd Mayweather being the very obvious example. But if you're not, <laughs> if you're not super diligent about keeping that shoulder high, especially in comp in exchanges along the corner uh, in, along the ropes, rather, you're going to get tagged with that right hand over the shoulder like that. And we see now, you know, Lopez starting to find that particular hole it might behoove uh, Cambosos to bring that left hand up when he gets into those positions. Ooh, did that not like deep. that either. He's getting wobbled. Yeah, well, that was, that was a clear round for Tiafima Lopez. She, yeah, big Folks, round for Lopez. Jo- if you're joining us here for the very first time, you're flipping through YouTube or Twitch, and you happen to see us doing coverage for this boxing match, you're like, oh, I wonder what else these guys have done. Uh, myself Everything. and Robert. <laughs> myself and Robert. Daniel Lasby, Pat Mullen, uh, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey. We've done uh, this past year. We did Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury three. We did Sean Porter versus uh, Terrence Crawford. We did the last uh, Zapata fight on ESPN. Uh, we did Shakur Stevenson. Um, his last fight where he uh, where he won a title. So yeah, he of- did, didn't he? Plus, we've uploaded all of our pet. We've been doing this for a long time now, going all the way back to the second uh, Canelo Triple G fight. And almost all the ones that we've done, including the entire Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury trilogy, are up on W2M Net. And more will be uploaded over the course of the next few months because we've got some from our old feed that haven't quite made the site yet. Yeah, they're coming along. Yep. They'll be up at some point. <laughs> So, yeah, there's tons of boxing. Plus, we have the history of heavyweight boxing series. And currently, myself and Pat Mullen are going through the history 
of the uh, the four kings of boxing, Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, Roberto, I punched and knocked out a horse, Duran, and uh, Thomas, the hitman, Hearns. We are currently up to, I believe, Sugar Ray versus uh, Hearns. Oh, will be the next. Uh, oh, what a what a what a weird fight that Showdown is. Showdown at the palace, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, sorry, gentlemen. Get you a woman who will talk about your anatomy the way that Sugar Ray Leonard talks about Thomas Hearn's height. <laughs> um, Look, Thomas Hearn's. Oh, nice right hand from Lopez, and down goes Camboso. Yeah, it does. I was just gonna say those last two rounds, uh, Chris Mannix gave to yeah. um, Lopez. Gave to Lopez, yeah. That was a that was a nice sequence there by Lopez. Oh, and he just comes out swinging. Yeah, this is this is just about over here. Thank you. Just a second or two ahead of me, but yeah, Tiafima Lopez is just doing the old karate kid, Ooh. you know, waist throwing hooks, and yeah, he is knocking Cambosis about. Uh, it, credit to Cambosos. He's uh, he's not gone down again yet. He's probably going to shortly. His legs mm. are not under him. No, he's he's lost his legs here in this round. Yeah, but Lopez. <laughs> Look at what Lopez started doing. He stopped pursuing and started doing the "come on and fight me." Well, the other thing he's measuring, you know, he's, he's measuring but he one big shot. He also threw a lot of power punches there, and mm -hmm. his gas tank is not. Again, he's not running on empty, but he's not in a great spot cardio wise, and I think he realized that. Hence the he looks to be carrying more muscle than Cambosis. Is this something I want to talk about at the start of the fight when I was looking at their shoulders? Um, you know, and the musculature and the torso. There's a reason Lopez is moving to 140, probably, mm -hmm. to, if not 147, shortly. Uh, that that's that's in his very very immediate future, especially mm -hmm. after this fight. He might he might abdicate all of his belts after this fight and just move up to 140, because look, Cambosos is not he's not a chump, but he's laying down a blueprint here that someone better than him will be able to follow mm -hmm. and god bless cambosos he's still swinging as we come to the yeah, end of the round it's a nail tiafima lopez right in the chin yeah he had a good left hook there it's a shame he doesn't have any real power because if if cambosos had real punching power he'd have lopez in real he'd have had lopez in some pretty serious trouble but a pretty pretty clear 10-8 for uh lopez there uh, there might be an argument for 10-7. Might. Not saying I'd go there, but there might. Uh, so some other, some other fights we've done in the past that will be coming uh, on W2Mnet.com. Uh, we did Alexander Usyk versus Chaz Witherspoon when he first moved up to heavyweight. That was actually supposed to be Tyrone Spong, but, you know, steroids. Um, we did Look, the connect. In fairness to Tyrone Spong, lest anyone decide to try and get on their high horse about this. Kickboxing has the right of it. They don't test for steroids. Um, Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz Jr. One, we did that fight. Keith Thurman versus Jose Zito Lopez. Manny Pacquiao versus Keith Thurman. We did a double shot myself and John War back in the day of uh, Valdez versus Lopez and Carl Frampton. Um, Carl Frampton versus McCreary, uh, and then we did a whole bunch of UFC fights. We've done those. We've done some. Uh, you, me, and Pat have done some watch-alongs for older fights. We have. Uh, we did one for that great fight but, uh, featuring George Foreman. Mm -hmm. uh, forgive me. We are in round time. 11 here. We championship are. rounds. And Cambosos is still trying. 
Uh, he seems to have recovered. I mean, about as well as you're going to recover. Yeah, Chris Mannix, the way he scored the rounds, he now has this a draw after 10, 94, 94. And we might see Lopez take this round off and then look for a big 12th. And lands a good right there. And again, you get predictable watch, with that jab. Watch this end in a split draw. <laughs> no. <laughs> that strikes Ooh, me as very That's unlikely. not a good sign for Cambosis. His head went all the way back. Yeah, it really did. I think the cardio of Lopez being a bit down at the moment is what's saving him. Mm -hmm. If Lopez was still, if Lopez still had the ability to put the the pedal to the metal, this he might have been able to get this thing out of here by now. But uh, so yeah, Afimo Lopez I'm, is stalking and looking for a good opening to throw a power punch. Yeah, like, but he, his. His footwork's falling a little bit off. Mm -hmm. He's practically and, standing straight up. Yeah. His legs are not quite where you want them to be. He's cut over the left eye now. Uh, that's That thing started bleeding. But that's what he's looking for. He, he is looking for a lane to, to come down so that he can have another big flurry like he had in the previous round and hopefully get a knockdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't think he's fighting at 135 again after this fight. Oof, yeah, Thiefima Lopez will cut up pretty bad. Yeah, Kem as I think he's taking this round off, more mm -hmm. or less. And he's going to try for a significant 12th. If I were him, I mean, I, I joked about the split draw thing, but I don't know if I would take any rounds off. I don't know if he's got... I mean, if you're going by Chris Maddox's scorecard, it's currently a draw, and he doesn't have well, the, look, the room I, to, I, take, I, take a night, to take a round off. I don't think he's taking it off because of... Oh, uh, we got a doctor. He, yeah, we're going to get the doctor to look at the cut. Uh, I don't think he's taking it off because he feels he's so far ahead he can. I mm -hmm. think he's taking it off because he doesn't have two hard rounds of output in him at this point. Yeah, the doctor says he's okay. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you just want the doctor to look at it at that point. Uh, I, I mean, we didn't get a good look at the cut for the from the broadcast, so no indication of whether or not a stoppage would be warranted, but I certainly don't think so at the moment. But yeah, look at Lopez, man. His hands have come down. His legs aren't quite where they're supposed to be. Uh, might be overtrained, might be undertrained, might still be battling effects of COVID. I'll tell you, like, this was might not have been a bad a weight cut. This was not the fight he wanted. This, you know, I mean, for us viewers, or if you don't have a dog in the hunt, you know, or, or, or a bet to place, this is a fun fight to watch. I'm enjoying it for the spectacle of it all. It's a good back and forth fight. But round if 11, go. Round 11 goes to Cambosos. But if you're Tiafima Lopez, this was not the comeback fight you wanted. This is a this is a disappointment if you're in the Tiafima Lopez camp. His dad is going to read him the riot act. He might not do what Sean Porter's dad did in the po in the aftermath of that fight. That was rough, dude. <laughs> like, you like that was brutal. I don't know if it was you or somebody else <laughs> I had that conversation with. Where I was just like, look, I'm not opposed to what he said. I'm opposed that he said it publicly in the middle of the ring. All that needed to be said that night was I stopped the fight because there was no way he was going to win it. And I didn't want to see him get hurt unnecessarily. Then you go back and go, maybe don't eat ice cream during training, stupid. You know, yeah, you don't say that in the middle of the ring. I stopped the fight because my son didn't train well. But uh, at a bare minimum, I don't think uh, Lopez can afford to give away the last round here. 
No, he needs to look. He needs to start he round can, twelve like he started round one. Yeah, he cannot feel. He doesn't have the energy for that. I mean, look at him. And I don't mean look at the damage. I mean look at his look at his body language, his posture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I'm just gonna say it. I don't think I've said this before. I'm gonna reaffirm it here. I don't think he's fighting at 135 again. Not if someone like Cambosos can do this to him. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's. And you're suspecting well, that it might that that he was not conditioned well enough for this fight due well, to the weight cut. There's any number of things, right? He's been off for a while. By the way, Mannix gave that last round to Kembosos. Oh, the last round, was, so did we. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last round was pretty clearly Kembosos'. Uh, look, it might he might be overtrained. He might be undertrained. It might be a product of ring rust. It might have been a bad weight cut. It might be lingering COVID issues. There's any number of reasons mm-hmm. that... And it's probably a combination of all of them. I mean, you're, you're unlikely to be both overtrained and undertrained, I suppose. But <laughs> well, which it, is it? Any other combination of these of those factors mm. is probably is probably what we're seeing here. Okay, Combosis has like a second like wave of vim and vigor in him. Yeah, you see that? Well, look, this he's here for it, man. He is. Go Combosis. He's, he's recovered. Now watch him get knocked out. Just because uh, I said that, <laughs> you know, right. and I am the curse of every boxer everywhere. Yeah, he might. We've got nine. We've got you know eighty seconds or so left in the fight, and Lopez is a still a big puncher. But yeah, the cardio is not there for Lopez right now, and that's I think well, that's I have, his. I have big to give problem. it to George Cambosis. He still looks way fresh in there, like cut to pieces, but still very fresh. Yeah, once he recovered from the head trauma, like like once he got his legs mm-hmm. back under him after that, he's I mean, again we've said this all fight. Look at the size disparity here. Cambosos is an is a more average one thirty fiver. Okay, this is a big this is a big weight cut for Lopez to get here. And I, again, every, he's publicly said I'm moving up. We all knew it. It was just a question of when. I think in the aftermath of this fight, win, lose, or draw. He's moving. I mean, if he loses, he might want a rematch for pride's sake, but this is not his home. This is not where he's going to spend the rest of his career. He's going to do it at 140 or 147. Our friend in the chat says, Great commentary, guys. Keep it up. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much, sir. I'm going to assume, sir, and apologize if I'm wrong, but I just know where our demo (laughs) skews. We're getting a slugfest for oh, the last yeah. little bit here. <laughs> yeah, last 10 seconds Ooh, here. And Cambosos uh, just laid into, into Tiafima Lopez. Yeah, Lopez clocked him with a pretty good left there, though. That He didn't like that. Oof. Right and... up in the clinch. And he and Cambosis with the exclamation point on this fight. He thinks he's got, won. Got the last punch of the... I'm going to turn the volume up on my uh, iPad here. My monitor. I... Uh... You know, I thought Lopez was saving himself uh, for that round to maybe uh, you know, mm-hmm. throw something serious there. He tried, but I think he was more worn down than he expected to be. Uh, you could give yeah. that last. You could give that last round to Cambosos. My inclination might be more towards Lopez, but I tell you, Cambosos might have stolen this one. He I might think have. It's be close. He very well might have. Uh, he certainly overperformed relative to expectations. For sure. Uh, I think the way I had it scored, I didn't, I didn't write these things down round by round. My apologies. Mm-hmm. I should have, I think by my scorecard, Lopez wins, but it's not by much. Right. And I'm, 
look, neither guy gets to complain about the scorecards here unless they're asinine, right? <laughs> like, okay, look, if anybody gives all rounds to one or the other of them, okay, we got a problem. But there's a variety of scores here going either direction that are perfectly justifiable and perfectly acceptable. All three that, judges give it to Canelo, 120 to 108. Of course, it's to zone. No, no, 120 to 100. He got a few 10-8s in there. <laughs> Just because. Well, folks, as we wait for the scorecards here, uh, again, if you enjoyed this, you're like, hey, guys, when are you going to do this again? Well, we'll be back on December 5th for Tank Davis versus Isaac Cruz, which would be a Showtime pay-per-view. Uh, the following... We, we are off the following weekend, but then we'll be back We'll be back December December 18th for Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. And then <laughs> That's uh, what makes me laugh. We may or may not, depending on Christmas Day goes, do the Fox yeah. fight. Okay, for, according according to Chris Mannix, Cambosos wins one fourteen to one twelve. Um and then again, if I can keep Robert up in the middle of the night on a Wednesday, we'll do the triple G versus uh Ryota fight. Dude, my sleep zone. schedule has been screwed for years. That's not really going to be a problem. Yeah, I think I, yeah, well, I'm I'm off those two days, so that won't be a big deal for me either because I can sleep after. So we got uh, more boxing coverage coming at you over the next few weeks. I think the only weekend we're not doing anything at all is the weekend of the 11th. <laughs> Excuse me. In January, um, we're probably going to skip the Lewis Ortiz pay-per-view, even though I'm not going to watch that one. Uh, you've got a UFC pay-per-view on January 22nd. You've got Ngannou versus uh, Ngannou versus uh, Gane. Just gone. Gone. It's a great fight on paper. Really looking forward to that one. We will, For you wrestling fans, myself, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, and Chris Sheehan, we are the Podsmen, and we're going to do our first ever entirety of the royal rumble pay-per-view live stream well that'll Good be luck. fun yeah it'll be four hours of my life i'm never getting back you were gonna watch it anyway don't pretend I <laughs> but at least i can watch with friends now and we can live stream it there'll be a long it's gonna be a long live stream boy lopez yeah man he looks terrible like both these guys look like they went through the windshield <laughs> the scorecards are taking a bit here Which might mean shenanigans. Just throwing it out there. All right, we got him. Here we go. Uh, we split something or other. We're split, first, yeah. First one went to George. Hey, see, Lopez, like, yeah, he thought he won. Second scorecard goes to Tio. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm just saying. Lo I knew as soon as they started reading the scorecards, Lopez was going to be like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Good on Cambosos him. wins by split decision. And yeah, look at Teofimo Lopez. I told you that he I, is gonna. Look, I called that. So <laughs> that early, locker like, room is getting trashed. <laughs> I 
I, I called that. Like he's he's looking there, he's feeling good. Like he's gonna think he's won all these rounds. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then look what happens. All right. So you so I I'm assuming they're gonna scrap the Lomachenko fight now and they're gonna do a rematch with these guys. Um, they have to, right? Well, that depends. Because here's the funny thing about this. Mm-hmm. The Bring champion, it down for me, Robert. In the United States, mm-hmm. the champion does not get an does not have a mandatory rematch for a mandatory challenger. I was not necessarily alluding to that, but go on. I, I just, which is just to say, there's a reason that Anthony Joshua tends to have his fights in the UK, and it's not just mm-hmm. because he's a big star there. It's because if you want, if you're the champion and you want to have a, an immediate rematch clause in your contract, you can't do so against a mandatory challenger in the United States because of some of the regulations. You can mm-hmm. in the United Kingdom. So there's a thought there. I don't know if Lopez will be able to get an immediate rematch. He might. I'm not saying he won't. I'm saying he mm-hmm. might. Well, or here's what I was suggesting. Or Vasily Lomachenko decides. Nah, I'm going to cash in and fight Cam- this Cambosos fellow, who's a much better matchup for me. <laughs> well, here, here's what I was on about. I said the, the tendency to want to do rematches in situations like this is when the underdog wins it. Then, you know, then the, the, the prior champion gets his last licks in. That's usually the way this goes. And let's face it, your IBF mandatory was your was your definite underdog not just in gambling odds, but I mean, the conventional wisdom was, oh, yeah, Efima Lopez was going to win this by hook or by crook, and he proceeds to lose. Now, the other thing is, he didn't get knocked out, you know, nope. he didn't lose a major, he didn't lose a huge decision, he lost a split decision that if you saw the look on his face, he didn't think he lost at all. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Again, I, think- I, I don't think scoring the, I don't think scoring the fight round by round for Teofimo mm-hmm. Lopez is egregious. No, now, no, no. I, I'm saying I'm making the argument for here. Here's the thing. If I'm in Tiafima Lopez's camp, as soon as they wipe the blood off him and he gets out of the shower, they're on the horn with Eddie Hearn going rematch. We will not go down without a fight. That's what all I'm saying. I don't know how I, everyone else feels who's watching. We have quite a number of people watching right now on Twitch. And yeah, YouTube. If, you're, if you're watching, if you're watching with us live, throw it in the, you don't have to give us your score. Just throw it in the chat. Who do you think won? Mm-hmm. Also, do you think he gets, I'm I'm going to put out there right now that we're going to look on Bad Left Hook within a week from now or whatever boxing uh, blog you follow or news outlet, and it's Tiafimo Lopez demands rematch. Eddie Hearn likely to oblige. I, 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 I don't see this. I don't see it any other way. Well, I don't know if Eddie Hearn is the relevant promoter in that instance. Mm-hmm. L- look, Tiafimo Lopez is still technically signed with top rank and Bob Arum. Mm-hmm. This this fight came about because we talked about it at the top of right, the show. Sure. Some of that falling out. Mm-hmm. If Eddie Hearn and Bob Arum don't play nice, mm-hmm. there just might not be unless there is a contractually mandated rematch. And again, if you're fighting a mandatory challenger, getting a mandatory immediate rematch as the champion who lost in the United mm-hmm. States is extraordinarily difficult. You can put it in there for non-mandatory challenges, of course, but this was the mandatory and that's kind of how that broke down. All right. So I, I'm not saying again, this is not me saying it won't happen. I'm Mm -hmm. saying there's more hurdles than one might expect. All right. As we close out here, um, I just want to get your quick take on this. We do have people, uh, we have uh, our friend here on Facebook saying they should have a rematch in Australia. I'm for that. That sounds like a great plan. Um, 
big news regarding Tyson Fury and Dillian White. Um, I know Anthony Joshua said he's not taking step aside money. <laughs> Actually, his exact words were, I'm not taking step aside money unless they write me a check that's so big I can't say no. So, um, he, yeah, look, he's going to try. He's going to lose again. Because I don't think he, I think, I think Usyk is just a terrible stylistic matchup for him. And I just don't think there's any yeah. getting around that. Well, the question I had for you was there's still, there's still no definitive answer on Dillian White versus Tyson Fury. And now Tyson Fury is talking about possibly fighting Joe Joyce. That seems to be the direction they're headed in because I guess Dillian White's still involved in some sort of legal wrangling. Look, it's heavyweight boxing. You're the only person who actually cares. Oh, stop it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, look, I, I said it. I said as soon as Usyk beat Joshua, you said as mm -hmm. soon as Usyk beat Joshua, like we're never seeing a, a four-belt heavyweight champion. Yeah. That's probably true. Look, Usyk and Joshua are going to have their rematch. Joshua's not going to do the smart thing and take step aside. He should. Look, mm -hmm. look if you're Anthony Joshua, you take a check. You fight somebody else, you retool your style to deal with someone like Usyk, you mm -hmm. test those waters for a fight. You only need one. You're still Anthony Joshua. You only need one win. You go knock somebody out, someone relevant. Yeah, go fight Joe Joyce. He seems to want to fight. Sure. You, know. you fight sure. Dillian White. You, you know, you fight whoever. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You fight one somewhat well-known heavyweight. You beat them. And you're going to get another title shot anyway because people still want the rematch and you'll have time to retool your game appropriately. Either way, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. I mean, Tyson Fury said late February, early March at the latest. Yeah, so February, if they can't... He wants to... Uh, Fury wants to stay active and God bless him. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's not... I, I thought a month ago I, I would have pet, bet money that it was going to end up being Dillian White and Strict Shoulder. Now it's starting to look like Joe Joyce because Dillian White can't get out of his own way, both <laughs> metaphysically and legally. I mean, metaphorically, um, not metaphysically. Nope, I went with metaphysically. I said I what mean, I said. You can, you can say it, but it's not true unless you want to get real <laughs> deep into the metaphysics of it, I suppose. Maybe wherein, I do. Wherein the front part of him physically and literally cannot get out of the way of the back part whenever they start moving. That's because... what I meant. Sure. <laughs> sure you did. All right, folks. Uh, last night, Speaking of live streams, myself and Jesse Starcher did a live stream along for the uh, Live from the Doom Saloon Volume 4 Clutch uh, Internet Concert. Uh, we watched the show. and We talked about it for all the people. We had a fun time doing it. Seems to have gotten a lot of uh, popularity on YouTube relative for us. So uh, we hope people enjoyed that. We also re-aired our Celtic Frost review, our St. Anger review uh, from a couple of Thanksgivings back. My son and I, speaking at Thanksgiving, my seven-year-old son and I reviewed uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, Home Sweet Home Alone, and 8-Bit Christmas. We did that on Thanksgiving. That was fun. I got more I got more podcasts set up for him. He's a uh, fastest rising podcast star on the network. We re-aired our um, Hawkeye, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye, My Life is a Weapon, uh, which is the inspiration for the new Hawkeye show on Disney+. Plus. We reviewed Black Friday, starring Bruce Campbell. Ghostbusters Afterlife, Survivor Series 2021, Resident Evil, the final chapter. We re-aired our review of the original Resident Evil movie. And then we had a new, speaking of my son, we had a new person join us here on the network. Good friend of the family, Elizabeth Faust, musical theater person in her own right. She and I reviewed Tick, Tick, Boom, starring Andrew Graham. 
or some of you might know him, the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Everyone's talking about Jamie and Diana. Oh, hold on, hold on. Please, please stop, stop, stop. I have to correct you because as amusing as that was, mm -hmm. our good friend and occasional contributor to the network from the Canadian offices, Andrew Graham, was not the star of Tick, Tick, Boom. You're thinking of Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, sorry. Yes. Um, next week, we've got uh, Disney trivia, uh, and that's because Encanto just hit the theaters this past week. Which we, we got reviewed. a review of. We got a review of you season two. We will be reviewing. <laughs> How'd that one go this time, Mark? It, that, well, that'll be Sunday. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I, I hope you're ready. <laughs> with alcohol in hand. Um, we'll be reviewing That's Encanto. a contributing factor to the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be reviewing Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, we'll be reviewing tr uh, myself and Robert Winfrey, as you see here. We'll be doing a special triple feature focused on MMA movies. We'll be doing Bruised <sighs> with Ali Barry, Born a Champion, which came out earlier this year, and Warrior, which came out like a decade ago. Um, the search for a truly good MMA movie continues. Uh, on Thursday, we'll be reviewing Animaniacs Season oh, truly 2 great. and Why the Last Man. And then uh, Friday, we'll have a whole bunch of Volbeat reviews that we've done in the past <laughs> drop. Uh, one of which drove Jesse into near insanity, uh, and that's because only one. <laughs> well, no, we like the other Volbeat album. This that uh -huh. that other one is the one where Jesse almost went into the woods to live deliberately. Uh, we'll be re didn't you, re releasing. Didn't you those. do that to Robert Cooper at one point with a Heavy Collider? <laughs> Maybe, um, because Servant of the Mind will be releasing on December third. So go ahead and check those out. All right, that's all for me. Thanks again. Check out our next. Boxing alternative commentary for Tank Davis versus Isaac Cruz, a Showtime pay-per-view on a very special Sunday, December 5th, from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, home of WrestleMania 21. All right, Robert, go ahead and do your plugs. Let's get out of here. Well, Mark mentioned a bunch of stuff. We have podcasts for movies and television coming up and in the archives. Uh, reviews this week for Encanto and Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, both of which will feature me. So that's always fun. I'm usually on Damn You Hollywood. It is ostensibly my show. And then Mark started doing a lot of stuff that we all know I don't want to do. <laughs> so it became a it's a it's a nice little staple here, the Rattletch and Broadcasting Network. We're a good mid-list podcast for us. Um, uh, before I get into too many of my plugs, let me just say a big hearty thank you to everyone who listens to us. Be that uh, live on any of our video streams or after the fact in audio format. In terms of purely audio podcasting, this has been our best month thus far in a long time. Uh, we cracked the 2,000 uh, total download number. For a uh, single month. For a single and month. Just, and that's just the Rattle Legend Broadcasting yeah. Network. That doesn't include video games to the max or um, yeah, the full show or any of those other. Yeah, the, the full number for the W2M uh, network entirety will be a little bit higher. Uh, that said, I, I don't say this unkindly to those people. We do provide the lion's share of the content here. Uh, and I love those guys. I listen to their shows uh, whenever I get the chance. So not not an insult at all. It's a The point that he was trying to get to was thank we you all. all of you. Who, yeah, we do. Who have found yeah. us and stayed with us and continue to listen to our shows because you are, you are obviously what made us get to 2,000 audio listens and our rising YouTube numbers. We, you know, we're not, exactly, we're not exactly screen junkies or screen rant, but, you know, hey, every little step counts. It does. So we thank you all very, very much for all of your support in that respect. So give us a like, a follow if you're in a subscription, depending on whatever service you happen to be using. 
please share us around. If you have friends or enemies that you think would enjoy the show, please <laughs> point them in our direction. Like that's what I say about my MMA podcast. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell a stranger. All right. Folks, um, so hang on. So as for my plugs, I'll be brief. I promise. I cover professional wrestling three times a week over at 411mania.com. AEW's Dark Elevation on Mondays, MLW's Fusion Alpha on Wednesdays, and WWE SmackDown on Fridays. So give those a look over there if you're so inclined. I cover UFC action over in the MMA zone of 411mania.com. So if you're interested in my thoughts on that sport, if you like that sport, give it a listen, uh, give it a read. And I host the 411 Ground and Pound MMA podcast. It records Sunday evenings. It goes live Monday at some point. And that is your weekly look into the wide, wacky, wonderful world of mixed martial arts, occasionally with dips into other combat sports as relevant. This episode that I'm recording tomorrow will feature some discussion of Teofimo Lopez and Cambosos Jr. Because I like boxing, too. You can like both things. You can like only one of them. It is not an adversarial relationship. And the only reason you think it is because you were suckered by promoters trying to whip up you, trying to whip you into a frenzy and make more money. Don't listen to promoters. They're scumbags for the most part. So if you're interested in that, give that particular podcast a listen. And wherever you're listening to this one in audio format, you can find it over. You can find that one over there as well. And I think that's everything. A very happy belated Thanksgiving to all of our American observers, as that happened earlier. I mean, if you're Canadian, it took place in October. I forget when Australian Thanksgiving is. It's round. It's close enough to ours, I think. I have to double check. So Alrighty me. then. <laughs> hey, I try to be cognizant of our international listeners. You <laughs> xenophobic boob. <laughs> and this from this xenophobic boob to all of you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our uh boxing alternative commentary. As long as you keep listening, we'll we'll keep doing them. And even if you aren't listening, even I'm if doing you them aren't. because I really like them. <laughs> we have fun. Yep. <laughs> Go Demetrius Andre Boo Boo Andre. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Because you brought up Demetrius Andrade. Oh boy, oh boo boo. You he, that man is terrible luck. He <laughs> was in the locker room of Teofimo Lopez before this fight. No, he cursed him. He, <laughs> curse you, boo boo. Curse you, Demetrius. Look, that's how bad Demetrius Andrade is for business in boxing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we shame that man any further and ourselves, be well, be safe, and behave. <laughs>